0: Shootcast our round six review. Joining the line as always, Mark Cashman from Rugby News. Hello, Casho.
1: Top of the uh budget night to you, Burjo. It's uh, yeah, the president of the what, what's his he's the treasurer, isn't he? Jim Chalmers is as, as we're talking here, he's uh, he's either giving some good news or some bad news for a couple of million Australians.
0: Oh, well, that's a uh a riveting thought. Um, hopefully, our little chat about uh, suburban rugby union might act as a nice little diversion. It's just you and I on the podcast tonight. Uh, our dear mate from Brisbane, Andrew Swain, uh hes a bit bit snowed under, I believe.
1: Yeah, I think uh, a couple of social engagements and a, and a few work dues he's got to get to. You know, like he's a he's a ma- a man in demand. So nothing wrong with that. So we'll uh, we'll catch up with him uh, when he reappears.
0: Yeah, a couple of good uh, Australian games of Super Rugby on the weekend, Casho. First one being the Waratahs' big win over the Reds. Looking at the run home for the Waratahs, wait, uh, they're 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 a bit of a sniff, definitely. Obviously, uh, I think finals are as well within their reach and could be towards the mid to upper tier of the table.
1: Yeah, they're sitting sixth at the moment on the on, on the table, and uh, yep. you know, three of those games are at home, so. Yep. Uh, yeah, if uh, if 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 they get a good crowd, home crowd behind them, you know, you pick up twelve points there, and you you're nicely positioned. Whether it's going to be uh, force them into a position where they can uh, play a home final, I'm I'm not too sure because mm. that uh, that bad trot that they had uh, over the past month or so uh, obviously uh, cut a lot of those aspirations short. But uh, yeah, listen, I think they're uh, they're coming good at the right time of the year. You know, like if if they stay robust and uh, pretty healthy, I've, I think they've got uh, they've got a game to uh, cause a bit of havoc later in the later in the year.
0: Yeah, no, it's good to see. I think um, last few weeks have been good for the Waratahs, and you know, uh, as you said, it might be a bridge too far to, to get into those uh, home finals positions, but hopefully, can have a good end of the year. There's some really good performances um, on the weekend, uh, also the game between the uh brumbies and the rebels was an absolute cracker down in melbourne
1: yeah yeah absolutely uh it was 10 versus 10 carter gordon and Noah L uh head to head and uh you know not 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 afraid to uh call call the other one out so uh mm. you know so that's uh, that's uh, good to see and uh gordon i think might be firming a little bit to to play some sort of major role in in, in, in a number ten jersey, uh, a bit later this year under the under the guidance of uh, Eddie Jones. He looked pretty good on the weekend. That uh, that left to right pass uh, uh, to the uh, flat uh, flat ball mm. to uh, Lockie Anderson was uh, looked pretty handy. A couple of times he did that, so uh, he's yeah. in good
0: form. He looks to be the most talented ten since uh, Quade Cooper in terms of his raw attacking skills and. As you say, he's left to right very reminiscent of uh, Stephen Larkin, but uh, I've liked him from the get-go, I have to say, from the first couple of rounds uh, of the competition. He really caught my eye. I remember talking on Twitter to a couple of more esteemed rugby pundits and they were sort of saying Gordon's um, improved a hell of a lot, but, you know, he's not going to be a wallaby. And now they're they're like he's probably going to be first picked.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it, it certainly could... Uh... Could could be that way, you know. Like he uh, he's got a good kicking game. Yeah. Um. As 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 I sort of mentioned a bit earlier, you know, he can uh, he, he can flatten the attack up. And uh, I noticed Wayne Smith in the Sydney Morning Herald, uh, yeah. uh, which will be out uh, by the time this podcast is out there, uh, said there's a reminiscence of uh, of uh, of Stephen Larkham and and you know that uh, that that flat ball which. Mm. Which brings the the likes of hard charging wingers uh, into the game and across the try line.
0: I was going to say he reminded me of David Knox, but maybe that's just the blonde bombing ha- hairstyle he's got, mate. Well,
1: yeah, it's a it's a pretty handy mullet, isn't it? But um, <laughs> you know with, whether he's got the uh, the out there personality of David Knox, I'm, uh, I'm I'm not too sure.
0: No, I really like him, and if Quade's the other one. Um... Similar style might be a good thing for the Wallabies to have a like for like replacement uh, at at uh, at Eddie's beck and call, I guess. And you know, I think that stuff with uh, Noah calling out Carter Gordon might be a little bit of that environment that Eddie Jones is cultivating.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think uh, a lot of people have been given their uh, their, their running orders at that uh, at that Wallaby camp, obviously. Uh, Bernard Foley's had a had a had a conversation with the uh, with the super coach, and uh, you know there's uh, there's there's even talk of uh, Joseph Suwali yeah uh, uh, coming over early. So uh, mm-hmm. a bit happening on the uh, on, on the rugby front, and it's uh, it's front and centre. And we're annoying those leagueies, aren't
0: we? We're really really getting under their skin. I don't know why they're so paranoid about it, but. Uh... It's been a masterstroke from uh, Mrs. Jones and McLennan, I think, because uh, we've dragged more column inches than I, I can believe. And, uh, yeah, look, um, it's uh, it's just nice to see it, that they're a little bit rattled and uh, I don't think that test season can come quick enough. So we're plenty of footy to get through before that and plenty of shoot shield to get through. Um, obviously a weekend of uh, more thrills and spills, lots of close matches, plenty of tries and some – very interesting results. We might start off uh, at North Sydney Oval, Casho, with the unfamiliar Sunday fixture last weekend.
1: Yeah, listen, I I, I don't know what it is about North. I think uh, even even when I, when I was trundling around at North, we uh, we never really put a game together on a Sunday. You know, listen, I'm I'm not I'm not sure what the mixture is uh, about it, but uh, North. Uh, in, in what I can only describe as a bit of a bizarre game, uh, yeah. losing to Eastwood 46-35, uh, uh, you know quite quite a number of tries there. But uh, North always seemed to be uh, chasing the game in this one, and uh, Eastwood to their uh, to 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 their great credit uh, managed to uh, get uh, get their noses in front and survive three yellow cards in the last twenty minutes to. Uh, to get that victory, a bit of a bonus point winner there. So thoroughly uh, well-deserved victory for the Woodies, and I'm sure Benny Batcher was, uh, was quite happy with that. Chris Bell uh, uh, did some good things there. S- uh, Sione Hopuati uh, was, uh, was quite good on, on, on the wing there, and Anoki uh also was uh, very, very solid in the, in, in, in the middle of the field. Norse well served by Jude Gibbs once again. Mm. Duffy did some uh, some good stuff, but uh, I think they were just um, just knocked off uh, uh, a, a, a knocked off their kilter a little bit uh, up front, and uh, you know they'll uh, they'll uh, they'll learn something from, uh, from from that outing. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, it was, a, it was an interesting game. I, I kept my eye on it um, on Sunday afternoon. I was impressed with the Eastwood number 10, Matt Minogue. I don't know uh, much about him, but it um, looked like he had a, had a pretty handy game. Um, obviously, as you said, Gibbs was uh, ever-present. Seb Cranbourne is continuing his excellent form uh, on the flanks uh, for Norse. But um, yeah, I think um, you know Norse typically scored some very flashy tries. And uh, Eastwood went back to sort of that rumble ball, and they've still got some forwards that maybe you know Eastwood have have been for for many years notorious slow starters. Maybe this is the tonic to start getting their role on Casho.
1: Yeah, but Minogue's uh, just come back from uh, from a stint in the UK, and uh, okay. his major contribution to the afternoon was. Obviously, some good playmaking, but uh, his kicking game was absolutely spot on, yep. both out of hand and uh, and, uh, and and from the tee. I don't think he missed a, a shot at goal just about all uh, all, all afternoon. So uh, he's pretty handy, and they've got uh, they've, they've got others coming back from uh, you know the Waratahs Super Rugby outfit uh, fairly soon. So well yep. served in that area there. So uh, Benny Batch has got some decisions to make, and you know they're they're usually pleasant but tough decisions to make in those circumstances, aren't they?
0: Absolutely. One other player that caught my eye uh, was Daniel Arla, the uh, winger for Eastwood. He, um, he was a very touted schoolboy, I remember, coming through the St Augustine's system here on the Northern Beaches and uh, good to see his name popping up. I'm not sure where he's been, probably in and out of both codes, but um, I thought he had a very handy game, got into space, and uh, pushed away from the very fast north-south side backs to score a great intercept try, um, but also laid one on uh, for Hopawadi. And, uh, yeah, as you say, um, a good game, um, an interesting game, and, and, and certainly uh, a real high-scoring affair. Um, another really high-scoring affair has to be the game at Walara Oval. It was a really interesting match. University taking control Uh, I think we're at about 21 points to seven. Then East go on to score 40 unanswered points um, and lead 47-21 with uni coming home with a couple of consolation tries. Final score, Eastern Suburbs 47, University 35. A huge crowd there at Willara. It was a beautiful uh, Sydney uh, winter's day on Saturday for all of our games. Um, But maybe, just maybe, Casho, that's the performance that the East uh, East Eastern Suburbs side has been uh, looking for to kickstart their campaign.
1: Yeah, as you said, fifteen minutes in, into the game, Uni were up twenty-one-seven and, and looking yes. as though uh, you know it was catch me if you can sort of stuff. But then uh, yep. then East just managed to uh, get a bit of a sniff of the ball, got a bit of field position, and and the likes of Teddy Wilson who. Who and, and tell me if I'm right here, he's, he's got a lot of the Josh Holmes about him, hasn't he? That's yeah. A, that's, a, that's a huge rap because Josh uh, Josh had a great career in shoot shield and super rugby at different times and, uh, you know, was a real game breaker. So uh, coaching down at Warringah the, uh, these days. But uh, by half-time, Teddy had combined with Jack Bowen and they'd, uh, they went into the sheds at 21-all and then from there uh, Jack Bowen set up at uh, number 11 in the 49th minute, uh, Mossman, and um, he scored in the corner and then it was uh, away they went. Uh, got a bit of confidence there. Uh, Their number six had a had, had a, a good charge down try and then yep. Teddy Wilson, Archie Gavin scored 40-21 to 21 lead and then uh, they topped it off with a rolling mall try mm-hmm. and in the end 47-35, as you mentioned, a couple of uh, late tries to university, but that was just uh, that was uh, just a bit of uh, mayo on the on, on the sandwich there. East uh, East obviously with uh, with their uh, with the young guns there, I think are, uh, are, are quite a
0: handful. Well, we said it before on the podcast, but East are a different gravy when uh, they've got Wilson and Bowen in the halves, um, and showed it again on the weekend. Wilson. He really looks a class above shoot um, shield, as you say dominant looks does remind you a little bit of uh, Josh Holmes um, of this world that had graced the competition before he, he's he's an all dominant number nine um, but Bowen excellent player outside him Tui Polotu was a real handful at outside centre um, just no real bad performance Sarisa across the board back row was excellent uh, boxer the number six Gavin ever present um, solid scrum they look. You know, all the makings now uh, of a very solid side, but they've sort of been bumbling through a few results. And I think, um you know, Simon and Nebo be, be hoping for consistency, but I, I dare say a lot of that rests on the availability of their halves, Kesha.
1: Yeah, very much so. One of the good things about the East performance, though, Virgil, was was the fact that the majority of those players that played a role in that game on the weekend have come through their cult system. So that's uh yeah. that's that's always good and it's always cheaper to uh to uh find your uh your your, your little uh, chunks of gold uh from within. It's uh you know, it's a lot easier than uh than tipping it in, in at the top. So East now sits sixth on the on the ladder where where Union and, and probably the a quite unfamiliar position of 10th, but it's a very, very congested middle of the ladder, isn't
0: it? Yeah, University uh, will obviously be disappointed um, with their uh, with their match on the weekend. I thought McCalman in you know, a losing side was was everywhere, as was Buckingham, the uh, number eight. Um, yeah, University just obviously they're not the side that we're familiar with in terms of uh, personnel. Um, and it looks like Damien Hill's got a pretty busy... Uh, agenda on his hands up until Super Rugby finishes, cash out.
1: Yeah, yeah, they'll uh, they'll have several guys sort of filter back. Uh, uh, Harry Johnson, Holmes, if he's not um, in in the wider Wallaby squad, yeah. a few other guys like that's obviously, going to add a bit of starch to their uh, to their forward pack. Uh, you know, they have obviously got the uh, the style of game that can uh, produce results. It's just a matter of. Uh, of uh getting it all together and uh and, and, and getting the right chess pieces on the board isn't it
0: yeah no that's right i mean, they'll have more players you know if what happen whether swinton comes back into it gordon whether he's in the wallabies wasn't in the first squad um so yeah look they they'll just need to stay in touching distance that's probably their only fear that um you know that they they're not in touch with the six but at this rate um anywhere from first down to t- 10th or 11th is a win or so outside of the uh, finals position. so still plenty of time for Uni to get their act together. Um, I,
1: think, I think also with uh, with these guys in that wider squad area, you know the 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 wallaby numbers thirty through to forty five. Yeah, they're going to have to play football, and that football is either going to be in Brisbane. Or in Sydney on uh, in, in in the Shoot Shield, so uh, mm. I think you're uh, you're going to see quite a few uh, quite a few guys from that uh, that wider squad playing for their playing for their different clubs, which is uh, which is great for the competition, isn't it?
0: Absolutely. I was at uh, Coogee Oval um, to watch Rammick host the Marlins. Um, excellent match day at Coogee, I have to say off the bat. Um, awesome. Um, just an awesome uh, vibe down there, some excellent uh, bar set up, uh, lots of kids. Um, it was Juniors Day. Um, it was terrific. Saw plenty of uh, Rammick royalty and their old school Rammick merch. They do a great job on the merch front, Rambic, probably one of the better club sides I've seen do uh, sort of vintage jerseys and jackets and hats. And uh, saw Lloyd Walker and a few of the uh, ex rammick legends just walking around the game and soaking it all up. And it was, it was a really good game. Um Game of two halves, to be honest. Manly uh, really played most of the footy in the first 40 to 50 minutes, I have to say. They probably, the only regret, I think at half time, a lot of us looking around, you know, when Manly went in at 12 7, probably flattered Ramick a little bit. Manly maybe just, just didn't get enough points in that first half, maybe turned down a couple of penalties, though, minus, just to put their nose out in front. Uh, and then Ramick definitely finished over the top of the Marlins in the second half. It was, it was mainly all Ramek. Um, but, yeah, look, a, a really good game. Um, good performances all round, I thought, uh, from Ramick Houston to Pye, Co- uh, Cody Milne. Um, you know, Yasmin's uh, obviously involved everywhere. But, uh, yeah, I think some of the Ramick subs that came on were excellent and, um, you know, added a lot of running into the game. Um, for Manly... Uh, they, they started the match without Hunter Ward, who's been in and out of Waratah duty. He didn't play on the weekend, but he was a travelling reserve. Um, yeah, I think look as a manly, not too dispirited. They, they Unfortunately, uh, it was a bit of a costly sort of a day on the injury front because they had a couple of bad injuries. Young kid on the wing, Oscar Gilding, uh, was really impressing in first grade uh, for his brief 25 minutes, took an absolutely spectacular catch just in front of the uh, the grandstand there on the sideline and uh, came down the wrong way and you know he's got some scans. it doesn't look too good unfortunately and a few other injuries Zach Barnabas couldn't finish the game so yeah uh, a bit of uh, Marlins are sweating on to sort of the availability of a few players at the moment a little bit a um, little bit thinner than where they were a few weeks ago I have to say but um
1: but you, know, think- Berger, you, you must admit that they are playing a a very good style of footy, you know. For, for yeah, yeah, absolutely. They had the ball, they were, they were moving it consistently. yeah. Trying to pull that ramwick defence apart, and then you know, yep. go up the middle. I thought Nick Brown had a had, had a very good game. Uh, yeah. On the and, main, um, in our front, Benny Benny Gleeson. Gleeson,
0: uh, yeah, he had an excellent some,
1: game. Uh, which is Langie's uh, elder brother, I think, isn't it? Well, he, the, uh, he, the he did some good things there, and. Uh, you know that uh, that front row very unheralded, but uh, yep. you know, they, were, uh, they, they were they were quite competitive against uh, you know a a, a roundwick uh, tight five that featured Ben Sugars, who I thought had a had a very strong game, as did Cormac Daly and, yep. and Etier, the uh, the English second row. So uh, yeah, it was uh, it was all in all a, a great day's footy there at uh, at Kogia and as you mentioned. It's a great community day there, and uh, long may that continue.
0: Absolutely, it's funny you mentioned Ben Gleeson because he wears the red headgear like Langy, and he was having a storming match, scored a try uh, just after half time, and uh, the Ram at ground announcer goes try to Langy Gleeson, the New South Wales Waratah, and uh, <laughs> he had to be corrected and said, "Oh, it's his brother." I'm afraid and the headgear was a bit of a bum steer for him, but um, yeah, he's having a He's having a terrific year. He's actually the older brother of Lange, but um, and has played for a few years, mainly sort of in the third grade, um, second grade in the last few years. But this year he's really maybe taken a bit of motivation from his, his brother's exploits and he's going really well. So good on him. And I look from a Marlins fan's point of view, uh, two points at Coochie Caché mightn't be the worst result in the world.
1: No, 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 certainly not. It's... Um it's becoming once again a hard place to play at and yeah. a hard place to win at. So that's uh, that's that's when Ramick are, uh, are on top of their game, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and uh, we got dusted in all grades, which is a good reality check because we'd had a couple of clean sweeps ourselves and uh, we got swept on the weekend. So uh, definitely licking our, uh, our sores after the weekend, but well done to Ramick on an excellent weekend on and off the park. All right, big result up at Rat Park, one that probably sent a few shockwaves through the competition. Um, our front runners, Hunter Wildfires, uh, headed down to Rat Park where we thought they might get a big test by the the cauldron that is uh, Rat Park with the hillbillies and uh, the Ring of Faithful always make it an unpleasant place for most uh, visiting sides. But uh, the Wildfires, Casher, they had a day out. Um, they won 52-20, huge scoreline. And um, I have to say Ringer probably were their own worst enemy many times there, but um, take nothing away from Hunter. They're a pretty awesome side right now.
1: No, I, I think what the Hunter have done well and done well all year is they've got a very solid scrum. Their line-out's not too bad. Yep. They, uh, they have a very good kicking game. And they chase and they chase well, and that's exactly what they did to Oiranga, and they yep. bashed them up to, uh, yep, just, and, uh, just about all, all all afternoon. And it was uh, it would have been uh, quite a disappointing performance for uh, for Mike Riven and the uh, and, and the coaching staff down there. So uh, the only uh, the only thing that they can uh, look forward to is the uh, the return of uh, Sam Ward, who came on. After scoring the winning try in uh, in reserve grade in his uh, in his much heralded uh, comeback, he had uh, had the last five or ten minutes. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see if he uh, he plays a role at Manly Oval on the uh, on the weekend in the big uh, in the Big Beaches Derby.
0: Yeah, we'll feature that in a moment. But uh, just going back to uh, Hunter, they just seem to have a lot of depth now, and even off the bench got some real impact. Um, they had some excellent performances. Uh, across the board. Clayton Franz um, is becoming, you know, one of the powerhouse players in the competition, probably been the form player, to be honest. Uh, the number six for Hunter Wildfires. Um, they obviously stood very well by Murray and Winchester in the halves. Ulberg had a day out, think got the hat trick of tries or thereabouts. Uh, Thomas Watson at 13, um, De Terry at fullback. Um, just a really well-balanced side. As you say, Cash and... Got some absolute monsters in the pack, uh, none bigger than Rob pulley who's uh, dotted over for an easy try.
1: Yeah, listen, there's, there's this, um, uh, you know, some people could uh, underestimate the coaching prowess of Scotty Bubba Coleman, I think. And, uh, and you know, I think he's shown this year that he's, uh, he's very astute. Uh, before he uh, linked up with the Wi-Fi's, he uh, he had five premierships on the trot for uh, uh, up in the uh, the Newcastle competition, yep. and uh, he's really really adapted well to uh, to the uh, to the uh, Shoot Shield, and I think he's uh, he's he's selecting the players to actually fulfil the uh, the game plan that he has in mind, and they're uh, they're really really coming on, so. Uh, Good luck to Bubba. I think um, I think he's, uh, he's uh, going along very
0: nicely. Well, it's funny for a compet- uh, sorry a team like Hunt in this competition to be taken seriously. And I don't know if they are just... I mean, they, they should start to be because they're out in front in the competition. They've got the best record in the competition. But, you know, it's hard breaking that mould um, when you're a team that's uh, been in the shoot shield years ago and you know you you're not in the sydney metropolitan area uh you know you think tyranny distance is, is going to be an issue for the side but as you say casho that's that's a testament to the work that um scott's done with the side um you know they're they're obviously very well coached they've recruited well um they've got a very professional setup and um yeah i think uh there's there's no there's no gimmick anymore they're the real deal and uh at the moment they're odds on for finals football. And, you know, if they get a few more wins under the belt the next few weeks, they'll be, they'll be having an eye on the minor premiership, I think.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's right. They've got uh, Norse up at Newcastle on the weekend. And I think that's going to tell a story about the, about the rest of the year. And, uh, you know, how a guy like Donnie Freeman uh copes with uh with good hard week to week footy. So uh mm. seems to be going all right at the moment. But uh yeah, we'll we'll, we'll see what happens. But uh listen, they're uh, they're very much the real deal and uh mm. as I said, well well coached and uh good personnel there. So uh a lot of those guys uh have used the wildfires as a bit of a springboard into uh some of the more professional setup so uh that's what Shoot Shield's all about, isn't
0: it? Yeah, because they had a they had a great year last year, but you know, I think just missed us out in the finals. So, you know, I think uh, Coleman's identified where they needed to uh, strengthen, and they have, and uh, so far, so very good. So uh, well done to the wildfires. Looking forward to continuing to uh, see how they progress. It's an awesome game this weekend for them too. So look forward to that. Um, let's talk about the game at. Southern Districts, Southern Districts 25, Parramatta, sorry, I keep calling them Parramatta and I I don't don't mean disrespect, it's just something I've grown up with my whole life, it's the Western Sydney Two Blues have had a big win, 42 um, at Southern Districts 25, South started pretty well, uh, but the Two Blues um, had a few excellent weeks now, Casho, really impressing, Um, just really finished over the top of them, scored some excellent tries and just too big too strong um some excellent uh performances I thought Otu malcia the fullback had an absolutely outstanding game see you see you um you know uh some some really really strong performances uh, from the two blues across the board
1: yeah they've uh you know they've uh they've got their scrum in order I think the two blues and uh uh any sort of flow of possession now they're uh they're managing to make ground in and around uh, in and around the breakdowns, and they have this fantastic offloading game that. But uh, mm-hmm. they go, they just go straight up the guts, and it's uh, it's it's really sort of good to see. You know, past uh, twelve months or so, they've they tried to run around sides, and you know that's that's yeah. not always going to work from uh, from week to week. But uh, you know they've uh, they've got some real spark in there if they can. Uh, if, if, if they can uh, keep on going uh the, the, the way they did on the weekend that was a that was a very very classy performance uh, against southern districts on uh, back to St George Day. so uh, yeah there's some uh, there's some very good creative uh, backline players there and there's uh, these guys like Manasa rokasuku who's uh, who's doing the stuff uh, right up the middle and uh once they uh once they get their head uh, they're very hard to uh, put back in the box aren't they
0: yeah they certainly are southern districts will be obviously frustrated with their start to the season um, and you know it just still seemed like a side that's a real work in in progress aren't they
1: yeah yeah very much so I think uh, that was uh that was always going to be the case they uh they scored a couple of nice tries you know the uh the young fullback with the impossibly long uh, name uh, Isaac Ratu. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he looks like he's uh, he's he's got a bit of ability, and that their uh, uh, their uh, Welsh number tens are uh, doing some good stuff there as well. That uh, yeah, listen, they're uh, they're uh, they're uh, still a work in progress, uh, South, But uh, I think. Um, I think they're certainly better than Incantation from twenty twenty two. So uh, obviously yeah, being well coached there. So uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they'll come together and be interesting to see if they get uh, get some uh, troops back from uh, from Super Rugby to Tetra Faulkner, uh, Blake Scoop from uh, from the Brumbies. It's going to be interesting there. I think they'll uh, they'll harden up. That uh, you know they're uh, they're tight five with that.
0: Yeah, that'll. Um definitely had a bit more stability but you're right the uh, Welsh fly half Will Thomas uh, looks like a very sound player and I thought um, Jackson Rapata had an excellent game for South wearing the wonderful uh, tribute to uh, their St George roots there uh, with a nice vintage jersey got to love a vintage jersey Casho.
1: Oh yeah I can remember swapping a, a Norse jersey for a for a St George jersey, a beautiful white number with, uh, I think, stripes down the sleeves, yeah. and uh, they had the world's biggest numbers on the back. If you remember, <laughs> Jack, if you were around at that stage, you might no. have been at that stage. But uh, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it, it it was one of the uh, one of the great clubs and uh, one of the great nights out on the on the other side of town uh, for uh, for any anyone who went over there to play at Hurstville Oval.
0: Yeah, no, my uh, old man used to recall fondly uh, those days and uh, back in back in the golden age, Casho.
1: That's right.
0: <laughs> All right, um, final game of the round was West Harbour and Gordon. Um, it was an interesting sort of a match. West Harbour obviously had been on a good runner form, another home game for them. Unfortunately, went down to a strong Gordon side. But very tight match. Gordon twenty two, West Harbour seventeen. Good win uh, for Billy Mero as Highlanders their kasher. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, Billy of course uh, coached there one stage, didn't he? Uh, sure did. Yep. The uh, the West Harbour Western Suburbs uh, sort of site. So yep. Uh, you know, obviously uh, an area not unfamiliar to Billy, but uh, he he would have come away from from the revamped Concord Oval uh, with. Uh, with uh, some happy memories from the weekend because uh, West Harbour, I, I thought, were bloody good. Uh, Hunter Hannaford uh, had had a very strong game, and they were they, were, uh, they were very very robust in in the middle of the field. Pres fergo had a had a really really good game at the uh, at, at the back of the the West Harbour scrum. There. Uh, their uh their scrum was uh was was pretty good uh the West Harbour light at uh, sort of worked well uh and uh it it was only just uh flashes of brilliance from the uh the golden backline including uh, a nice try from uh, Brandon Quinn that uh actually uh, got them home in the end so they'll be uh they'll be very happy with those four points there
0: yeah i think you're right i mean um west seemed to have you know the sort of the bread and butter stuff down pat. They had a dominant scrum and their line out was very efficient. But, um, you know, as a lot of Billy Murrow's coach sides do, they they were able to spark a, a bit of individual brilliance from a, from a well-worked backline play and um, that, that got them over the line, didn't it?
1: Yeah, Jack McGregor played a major role in that, uh, that salute winning play there. But uh, yeah. uh, One of the things that I noticed after the game was uh, past seasons, West sides would have gone... Oh well, you know, we we lost that one, you know. Let's yeah. uh, you know, let's uh let's think about what's uh, what's on tonight at the club, but uh, they were genuinely upset about uh, about not getting the bikkies on on that one. So that's uh that's the uh some of the stuff that Camel and Treloar has brought uh, bought the club and uh I think they're on the way up.
0: Well, I think a lot of coaches, you know, they're all striving for consistency in this, you know, crazy competition. I, I think a lot of the sides that have got aspirations this year in in, in a very competitive uh, league um are really targeting the home ground fortress just win your home games and and sort of see what happens on the road which is which isn't a bad tactic if you can if you can make your your home ground a, you know a place for you to to be hard to beat
1: yeah 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 absolutely and uh the more you win at home, the the more people you attract. The more sausage sandwiches you uh, you sell, the more merch that you sell, and uh, yep. you know soon enough you'll you'll have a, that home game experience that uh, that's happening at uh, places like Coogee Oval. So that's uh it's good business uh to uh, to target that particular uh part of your of your draw, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I've um I've been a president of a rugby club when it's winning and and when it's losing, and yeah you. You ideally want to be a club that's winning. I'll never forget when that great 2017 season. We I think we won our first nine and uh, couldn't get a ticket at Manly Oval. And as you say, it, it really swells the coffers. It's, um, it's awesome for the club and uh, gives more opportunities and, you know, just a happy place to be. But uh, all of us tend to move in cycles, all of the Shoot Shield clubs. So um, take the wins while you can, Kasher.
1: Oh, yeah, too right, too right.
0: Now, um, a very interesting round seven ahead. Let's have a look towards the games coming up this weekend. Eastwood against West Harbour at Milner. That is a derby, is it not, Casho? Yeah,
1: very much so, isn't it? So, yeah, uh, yeah it's um, you know the, the 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 battle of the almost West, isn't it, and uh, the soon to be uh, Northwest, really, isn't it? So, well, uh, I
0: think, um, I think. Uh, West have felt for a while they've been a production line for Eastwood players. They have given them plenty of good ones over the years. So I think there's always been a little bit of animosity in that regard. And um, there's been some excellent matches um, over the years between those two sides. And I reckon that's going to be an excellent game. Eastwood v. West Arbor. Keep your eye on that one. Gordon taking on Eastern Suburbs. Another tantalising match, um, East showing excellent form on the weekend. And Gordon, as you say, one of the powerhouses these days in the competition. That should be fascinating. Uh, Ramwick uh, at home to the two blues, two sides also in excellent form. Uh, it won't be an easy one for Ramwick, but um, we'll be interested to see how that one gets on. Southern District's home to Sydney University. Both sides pretty desperate uh, for a win. And Hunter head up to northern suburbs. That's going to be a very interesting match, Casho.
1: Yeah, very interesting. Up at Newcastle Sports Ground, uh, number two. So uh, you yeah. know, like uh, plenty of confidence in the wildfires at the moment. Uh, Connor Winchester up against his old club, and uh, they're uh, they're obviously going to go at North right through the middle. I I, I would say so. Uh, a fascinating encounter. So, uh, well,
0: it's one. It's one v two
1: coaching battle. This one, I think, won't
0: it? Yeah, it will be a coaching battle. Uh, it's one v two, um, and Hunter will sniff an opportunity to to really put a bit of space um, between them and uh, the rest of the pack. Final game of the round. It's the big one, um, the classic derby um, down at Manly Oval. Manly taking on uh, the Rats down at the Village Green. Uh, Ringer will be desperate for victory, only uh, notching up the one win so far, and Nanley equally so to keep in touch with the top spots. So should be a very, very interesting affair. And Casho, as they say, throw the form guide out the window, mate.
1: Yeah, yeah. Listen, it's. Uh, you know, is is there any difference in the approach that, that you have, uh, you know, and in the, in, in the two clubs... Have know uh, Ringer's had a very, very muddling season and uh, probably Manly, you, you could say, have uh, only showed sparks of form at, uh, yep. at different times. Does, it, uh, does that matter at all?
0: No, no, it doesn't matter. It uh, could go any way, mate. Um, as you say, Warringah are a bit down in their luck, but, uh, you know, they were dead last and Manly were on top of the common, hadn't lost a game. It'd still, be, uh, it'd still be a very torrid affair. I think, um, but, you know, it's hard. To, it, there's been such change with the clubs, all the clubs, and a lot of new players involved. So, you know, the community uh, obviously means a lot to, to the Manly community. There's still a lot of Ringer guys in, in the Manly ranks. and uh, Sorry, a lot of Manly guys in the Manly ranks, a lot of Ringer guys, but there are a lot of new players that are probably getting their heads around what the derby means, but by three o'clock Saturday, um, with a big crowd at Manly Oval, they'll they'll uh, they'll get a taste of it, won't they, Kesha?
1: Yeah, and uh, I, I noticed John Getty's reported in his uh, in his rugby news story uh, that's uh, that's on the website now that uh, uh, Sam Ward's coaching at uh, at uh, Warringah, and also a good mate of yours, Matty McGoldrick.
0: Uh, Sam Lane is coaching, sorry. Uh, Sam Ward, uh, well, I hope, m- might Sam, make Sam
1: Lane, of course, yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, Sam's doing the backs and Matthew's um, doing the scrums, I believe. So, um, yeah, good, a bit of uh, Manly flavour in the coaching ranks, which hasn't been too abnormal in the past few years. We've had... Um, no, no, no certainly not. And, uh, Turtle, Turtle up the road and Turtle's back at Manly now with uh, Chris Deleuze. So, yeah, there's plenty of cross-pollination between the clubs and the coaching ranks, but... Um, as you said, that man, Sam Ward, um, he's the physio up at the rats, um, has been, uh, made mate, he's come back in second grade last week. There's word that he'll possibly sit on the bench for second grade, maybe first grade. And he's the kind of player, um, you know, if I was coaching the rats mate, uh, which I never would ever, but, um, <laughs> he'd be in my side any day of the week, mate. Cause, uh, he grows an arm and a leg and, um, he exemplifies everything you want in the derby and, uh, He's a, he's, he's, even from a manly from a manly point of view, he's a cracking bloke. So hopefully, he gets on and have a beer with him after he loses.
1: <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's um, I've, I've had conversations with him over the past twelve or eighteen months, and uh, you know, I, I, I knew that he was doing the physio work at uh, at, at Warringah and, and running a couple of physio shops there, one at Newport, the other one at uh, yeah. Mountvale, I think it is, and uh, mm. going along nicely and. Uh, just, just uh, coping with uh, with being a dad and all the uh, the extra chores that that uh, that brings to the table. But uh, you always felt as though the, there was always that. Geez, I wouldn't mind. You know, I wake up on Saturday morning and I feel like a game of uh, a game of rugby. And then uh, sometimes you uh, roll over and think better of it, and other times you uh, you have a look in the bottom of the cupboard for your footy boots.
0: Yeah, it's hard to let go for, for guys like that. You know, um, it's a big part of their career. And, uh, you know, once it's gone, it's gone. I mean, my brother's going through the same thing. He's uh, he's doing uh, walkie-talkies job for first grade. He's out there on the sideline running some defensive line-out stuff. It's uh, good to see those guys um, hanging in and around the clubs. And, you know, I know a lot of clubs have got that. I obviously uh, see Angus Sinclair in the background at Norse. And, you know, a lot of guys that love their clubs are, uh, are trying to just Keep a connection.
1: Yeah, 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 absolutely, and that's uh, that's uh, that's where tall tales and true are passed on at uh, at different sort of times. Uh, You know, different stories. You know that uh, uh, you talk about back in the day and all all that stuff. It's all uh, it's all part of the oral history of uh, the Shoot Shield, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Look, and if anyone wants to get involved at Rugby Club, there is plenty of jobs from president to board member to sponsor partnership manager to, you know, his, his paid roles. So just tip your head down at the rugby club and see where you can lend a hand because uh, the more hands on deck, the better, as I say, Kasha.
1: Yeah, and uh, winning fixes a lot of things on the weekend too, doesn't it?
0: Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Are you going to make the trip up to uh, Newcastle, mate, or going to uh, settle into the couch and get taken as much shoot-shield shoot action as you can?
1: Uh, settle into the couch, uh, get Stan on and... Uh, uh have the uh have have the phone and uh, keep abreast of all the scores so uh yeah very very uh very very sedate weekend
0: wonderful thank you for joining me tonight on this very intimate podcast with you uh mark and uh, i'll speak to you next week
1: thank you anthony
0: <laughs> see you, mate <laughs>